Blog Talk Radio. Broadcasting from Atlanta, Georgia, home of the world's greatest artist, TLC, Gladys Knight, India Ari, Indigo Girls, and Hartsfield Atlanta Jackson Airport, the Falcons, and Clark Atlanta University. This is The Bright Side with Technicia, a daily show with real people with real experiences. And now, here's your host, Technicia. Good afternoon, everyone. I'm your host, Technicia, and thank you for tuning in to another episode of The Bright Side with Technicia. Today is going to be a blessed day. Of course, we have hump day, but this is also a praying day, and we need prayer every single day. I'm telling you, I needed it yesterday on my job, dealing with the customers that I had. Oh, they wanted free stuff. One guy said he got poor service. I mean, people just feel that they're supposed to be catered to automatically when they sit down at the table. They don't think that, oh, you got five or six tables. They just want you to just focus on them. And sometimes it it works your nerves, but I have to get to that point where I don't let these people actually get to me. I just need to start going in the corner and start praying. I really do. I need to get back into praying more, get myself back into church, because I have been slipping away from that. And usually when you slip away, it causes a lot of frustration in your life. It sure does. But here to probably help us through all that, through what we've been going through, is a special guest. And I'm going to get into detail about that. Also, you remember on Monday I was discussing about Tracy Morgan and the car crash that he had and his his remorse of losing his friend. Well, there's actually an interview with him on today's show that he had on Monday. And he he's discussing about him not being funny. So hopefully I'll be able to play that video for you. In recognition, today is National Running Day. So get out those running shoes and get ready for National Running Day. And, of course, it's Hump Day. Yeah, it is. <laughs> and if you already don't know, Bruce Jenner is Caitlyn Jenner's now. And it is up, his first trailer for Caitlyn Jenner's docuseries, I Am Kate. So that should be interesting. So we're going to get started on this program with my girl, Sheila Gill, who is also the host of The Sheila Show. She has started a remarkable journey and experience that has inspired so many called the Global Prayer Partners. And we're going to discuss a a little bit about that. So I'm going to bring my girl, Sheila, on. Sheila, how are you doing today? I'm doing great, Technicia. So glad to be with you and your listeners. Oh, thank you. I'm so glad to have you on. As I was saying, prayer is something that we need every day, and I need to start getting more into that, especially since I have my daughters. I want them to know, hey, things don't just work. They work mysteriously, but there's somebody behind all this work, and that's God. No matter what, no matter if you call him Yahweh, Allah, whoever you want to call him, it's still the same person that works for so many. But Sheila, yeah. I want to know, what started Global Prayers Partners? Well, I was uh, just going along in my merrily life um, about six months ago now. My 17-year-old daughter just got really sick, like out of nowhere. She was just in, in pain that was unbelievable. So we rushed her to the hospital, 
<clears throat> they got tried to get her pain, you know, adjusted, and they started doing tests and tests and tests for three days. Couldn't figure it out. They uh, transported her by ambulance to UC San Francisco Medical Center, where they had literally teams of doctors coming in. <clears throat> you know, sometimes four at a time, seven at a time. Everything from psychiatric to internal to, you know, gynecological to everything, everything. Uh, couldn't fig- find out what was wrong with her. She was just in such pain. And on the fourth day, Technicia, I just said, God, what can I do? And boom, the, it, I was downloaded with this idea. I had my laptop and said, you know, ask your listeners. So I sent out a news, uh, a little email to my listeners and just said, will you please pray for my daughter? Well, what happened next just was life-changing. All of a sudden, these emails started coming in, one, and then 10, and then 50, and then by the end of it, there were over 450 emails from complete strangers from all over the world praying for my daughter. One technician, this one little one, I just always like to share this. A woman said, you probably won't get this. I've never written to anybody before. I walked by my computer six times, and I want you to know that I've been moved two times in my life to get down on my knees and pray. And today is the third. And it was signed Susan from Missouri. You know, just, I mean, just tear-jerking uh, responses. And as I started reading these to my daughter, a light in her eyes started to get brighter. And she started getting better. And when she was, you know, awake and conscious, she'd say, read me more. And I would read them and read them and read them. And her pain started to subside. And within 24 hours, she was out of the hospital. And today at 18, she is thriving. I am convinced that group prayer, focused intention, focused prayer, healed my daughter. So that's what happened. And then it was about just day. I mean, the experience, I cannot tell you what it's like for a mother to read and then for her to hear them. It's just, it's, it's life-changing. It's one thing to know that people are praying for you, but you actually read their words, and they're so personal and so loving. So I said, God, everybody should have this. So I got the idea to do a Kickstarter and start something called Global Prayer Partners. And that's what I did. We raised about $5,000. Um, and we're building the site right now. We have over 64 prayer partners. And we're still, um, we're still working on it. We need, like, lots more money. We need, we need donations like crazy to really build this. We're going to have it in over 100 different languages. So it's a 24-7. Anywhere in the world, anybody who is suffering can request and receive multiple prayers immediately. That's, That's what we all need. It needs, needs to be nationwide. I love that, that you actually took something and turned it around into something beautiful. You didn't let that hold you down. Oh, my daughter's sick, Oh, and she's going through this. Poor pillar for me. I'm going to give up. But I know probably somewhere in the point of your life that you probably did think that, right, Sheila? That this is this yep, is the yep, end. Because sometimes yeah. we we don't focus on what God could do for us. We worry about right now. You know, I remember when I was following her, the ambulance up and just crying and praying and just I was on their bumper, you know. And I'm just going, God, please, you know, what's going on? And then I just had this thing that I said, I know something great is going to come out of this. I did not know what. But I knew, because I believe that, Tanisha, it's always darkest before dawn. And it is in our worst pain that we get our greatest gifts if we see them and learn them. And, you know, this was not easy for me. I mean, I, I've given up so many, 
so much of my own radio show. It's like I thought, oh, I'll just raise a bunch of money and then hire people to do everything. Well, I'm the one doing everything and a few of my prayer partners. You know, it's a big task. But, you know, the thing is, the more people that come together, and and, and I envision, you know, we have a call once a week. We we get on the call of prayer partners and, okay, what what issue should we? Let's, Let's pray for those poor people in China that just drowned, 450 people. Just imagine if we just send them love and families love, to, you know, it's palpable. They feel it. The, the, the response is we've done this with over 15 people really in a big way like this where they re- received at least 100 of these emails. And every one of them, if they had surgery, there was just not a problem in their surgery. Their healing time was less. What it did to their psyche, to their mental, just to know that total strangers care about them and are praying for them. I mean, there's so many possibilities. We need to come together. That's why we have the Internet now. Let's pool our prayers together, mm-hmm. you know. We don't, we don't have to go off in, to church or in a corner by ourselves. Let's do it together. The, the more we, you know, we have community, collective prayer, the more we can make a difference on this planet and heal this planet. I do agree with you, Sheila, and prayer is so powerful. Vision is energizing, but when you just combine those two, it's just a magnificent spiritual outcome that no other two probably, other two things could probably combine like these two. You and know, people I, I want to share something. Um, Go ahead, do Sheila. A to, to, do I have a minute to share something? Okay. Go right here. So, Okay, thank you. So HeartMath, um, HeartMath, they're based in Santa Cruz, and they totally believe, you know, the heart has, uh, actually has a brain on it. The heart is the most important organ. We can change the world with our heart. Well, they actually have a global coherence monitoring system, scientific um, state-of-the-art sensing technology that observes changes in the Earth's magnetic field. And also NOAA, uh, the Oceanic uh, Organization, NOAA, they also have a um, they have uh, a technology where they can register the Earth's magnetic field. Now, on 9-11, 9-12, and 9-13, for three days, there was actually a spike in the Earth's magnetic field. It actually moved. It made a difference. And what they believed is that with all the compassion that was pouring out throughout the world, Everybody was watching that. Everybody was having those feelings of love and care and compassion. It literally changed the planet. So we can see that it is so powerful. Collective human consciousness affects the global information field. Wow. You know, um, Sheila, this is what I wanted to ask when you were discussing about your daughter did the doctors ever find out what was actually wrong? You know what? No, they didn't, but I did. And I'll tell you, one of the re- ways that I found out was through some of my listeners and, and information that they were giving me, what they were seeing in their energy field. And what I know is true about my daughter. You know, these kids coming in today, these young little rainbow or indigo children, whatever you want to call them, they're so aware. They come in so much more aware and, and much more sensitive. Now, my daughter happens to be one of those people. She's empathic. She's highly intuitive, but and she's young. And so what she was doing is taking on everybody. She feels people's thoughts, 
takes on and, and just it made her physically sick. Uh, one, of, one of the listeners wrote a book called Self-Care for the Self-Aware. Those of us, there's a lot of adults, too, that have things they get, you know, they can get depressed or they can start getting physical pains. And it's just that we feel so much more. So we have to learn how to not take on. As a matter of fact, there was a trigger point that triggered right before she went in and, and she got, I mean, the, the illness was, it was unbelievable. They were giving her morphine and it wasn't even barely touching the pain that she was in. But, you know, it's like, the, it's like our bodies, my friend Dr. Weiss, Darren Weissman says, symptoms are gifts in strange wrapping paper. It's kind of like you get sick first, you get the physical feeling first, and then you get the aha later as to, okay, why? What's going on? There's always a trigger before we get a disease or an illness. And I believe we have the ability to know that. And this is a way, by holding the space for people, to allow healing to occur. had a look on their face like, what, what's going on? Because it, it's so funny. And, and you know, Sheila, your, what you just told me remind me of the episode I watched yesterday. It was Walker, Texas Ranger. Or it probably uh-huh. was before yesterday. Um, but it was a little, it was a little girl. Uh, supposedly she had got, well, she did. She got shot in the episode. And she went to the hospital. The doctors kept telling her grandmother, oh, she's not going to make it. She's bleeding. She's she has too much internal bleeding. Her grandmother just started praying, asking God to save her and everything. All of a sudden, lights around it, and she woke up, and she was here. No more internal bleeding. And that's how I thought about your daughter. You know, things happen so miraculously, miraculously and no one can explain it. It's a, a faith is so powerful, though, but you do have to oh, believe. Yes. And a lot of times, people walk around. I think, such as myself, that's why I say I got to get back into reading my Bible. I grew up going to church, but I kind of start winning away, but I still believe. But a lot of times we believe, but we still don't know God. And that sounds very strange. And listeners, if you are listening, you know what I mean. We walk around. We know God. We know that we believe in him. We know that what he can do is very powerful, but we still don't know God. And I think what I mean by that is that we're not reading our Bible daily. We're not praying like we should, you know, these are things that we have to start doing on a regular basis. And not saying that you're, now the only thing I probably won't deal with is atheists um, too much. And I have ran into a couple of them, and I don't judge. I just, we just be on a different borderline. You stay on your side of the fence, and I stay on mine. But you stay way, you go, you get about 10 miles way over. <laughs> but yeah. we all have this faith, but we just got to start using it. We got you to know, and, and there's, and there's you know, there's, a, there's, there's a way to have faith. I mean, there's a prayer that somebody uh, shared with me, and it's just, oh. God take, take over, God take over. It's like every day, right. praying, praying doesn't mean you have, you know, there's so many different ways you can do it. Yes, you can read the Bible. Yes, you can go to church. Yes, you can read right. the Quran. Yes, you can meditate for a long time. You know. Uh, I, I have a continual conversation daily. Okay, what do you want me to do now? Where's the money going to come from? You need to show me. I give it over. I let it go, and I try not to take it back. And then I wait for the awareness to come to me as to what to do next. So, you know, we really are really, you know, practicing using this new muscle of complete, total 
faith and guidance from the, you know, the great God, the great universal energy, the whatever you want to call it, Mother, Father, God. You know, it, it, you know when we connect with that and really get out of our heads and just start trying to be more heart-based, you know, stop thinking so much and ask the question, okay, like your life depends on it. If you're stuck, you know, what do I need to do? I don't want to live this way anymore. When you make those demands, really, and just give it all over and then just let it go and wait to hear the message. Like, I waited. I That was not my idea, Global Prayer Partners. That is the last thing, Technicia, I would ever want to do right now. It is so much work taking up all my time. There's no money coming in over here because I'm giving all my energy here. But you know what? It was as loud and clear as God was saying, you need to do this and you need to do it now. And I, at times I'd be going, oh, no, this is, are you sure? Yep. I mean, I just would get that away. <laughs> yep. You know, and still, I mean, it's a struggle. I mean, we need donations. And I'd like to just ask if anybody to become a prayer partner. We're um, under construction right now, but you can go to globalprayerpartners.com. We love having prayer partners. It's such a wonderful gift. We all, And what that means is that um, you'll be responsible for one to three prayers a week that you would just answer. And just in any way, you know, you can write one sentence. You can write a little paragraph. You can shoot a prayer in there. But, it, you know, when you give it, you receive it. P- prayer partners love what they do. And we also have a button there for donations because we need more money to really build this site, to have it be the magnitude to reach everybody in the world, anybody that has an Internet, you know, can can, can have right. this. And nobody should have to pay for it. It's like, you know, it just, it is so comforting. How much more time do we have? Oh, Sheila, we have so much time. And, and in regards to, to piggyback off what Sheila said, donate, please give. I mean, hey. It, it will cost you less than it will cost you to get your nails done, okay? Because I know you ladies out there get your nails done, and it costs you at least $53. So if you could do that, you could definitely donate to a great cause, and this is not bad. And, and speaking of when you say you question God, I don't think it's nothing wrong with questioning God because the prophet Habakkuk, if I said it correctly, had questions for God concerning the time and agency of the Lord's plan. But at the same time, we got to be patient, and also you have to patient. listen. Because some, sometimes people, they, they don't listen. You got to listen because God will speak to you. And if you're not listening, you got all that noise around you, you will miss that message. You sure will. You will miss yeah. it, and it will pass you and, by. You got it, sister. And, you know, it's, it's like deciphering, deciphering between, you know, you really have to, Start watching, I, I, you know, your thoughts. I, I compare it to a dog chasing his tail. Round and round and round and round. <laughs> trying to think, 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 you know, think of what to do next. Think, think, think. Well, what if you just go, okay, I, you know, I have no idea. Like, God, what is it you want me to do next? And then you just let it go and go outside for a walk. You know, get your feet, your bare feet on the ground. Everybody, please, that's one of the biggest things that I do. And i got to tell you, you know, we need to connect with Mother Earth by putting our feet barefoot on the ground. Every day, step outside and do that. We have the rubber between our feet, and we're not, we're not getting grounded. You know, when you put your feet on Mother Earth, it, like, releases toxins, toxic thoughts. It 
you know, it, it brings up good goodies from the center of the earth. I'm a big advocate of bear feet. And over there in Atlanta, it's pretty hot, right? Oh, oh yes. Yeah, we got us some we got us some good weather here. So now we get some showers, but you know it's hot Atlanta. Yes, it is. Wow. So um, I I would like to share um, one other thing since we have yes, so much time. Yes, <clears throat> These are some uh, some tests that were done by doctors, and it, it's it's really interesting. So there's um, a man, a heart doctor named Doctor William Harris from the Mid-America Heart Institute in Kansas, Kansas City. And so he wanted to make his an experiment. So uh, he did not tell any of his patients that they were being prayed for, but or even that they were any kind of an experience. But for an entire year, a 1,000 heart patients that were admitted to the Institute's critical care unit were secretly divided into two groups. Half were prayed for by a group of volunteers and the hospital's chaplain, and the other half were not. All the patients were followed for one year, and then they uh, scored their health according to the preset rules. Um, and by a third party who did not know which patients had been prayed for, the results were this. The patients that were prayed for had 11% fewer heart attacks, strokes, and life-threatening complications. So this study offers a very interesting insight to the possibility that maybe God is influencing our lives. A scientist, as a scientist said, it's very counterintuitive because I have no way to explain it. Prayer is powerful. It is. Now, it let sure me give is. you one more. Let me give you one more example of what happened. I was yes, on a, another radio show. And, and the mm-hmm. precious host, her husband was a, um, he was a, uh, uh, wait, what kind of a doctor was he? He was a brain, a brain surgeon. That He was a brain surgeon his okay. uh, whole life. But now he had stage four prostate cancer. So, you know, he's in his 70s. He was very ill. He had a full-time caregiver. So she asked if we would pray for him. And he just always stayed in his little rut, and he never got out, and he didn't want to get up. So we sent over prayers from our prayer partner, and her, she wrote back an email and said that when those prayers were being delivered, that this light in the room, just the room lit up, the caretaker had this smile on her face. He had this smile on his face. He took a nap, had the most beautiful long nap, and, and she said days later, you know, he's still in pain. The guy's got stage four cancer. But what happened is it opened up something in him, spiritually that she's been trying to kind of get him to notice. And he actually said that he now wants to become a prayer partner. Wow. So, you know, it's not that we're going to heal everybody. This is some people are passing there, you know, but we can offer them comfort, their family's comfort to read, to hear people say from, you know, just, Oh dear John, you know, we're sending you so much love and we're holding space for you. Um, God loves you. Uh, you, you know, just just beautiful. I mean, oh my gosh, they're amazing. No, that's beautiful. Yeah. It is. It yeah. is, and it just falls right back into what you and I were discussing, Sheila. Well, that faith, as it says in Hebrews chapter eleven, verse six, well, well, faith is impossible to please God because anyone who comes to Him must believe that He is this, and that He rewards those who earnestly seek Him. 
Oh, and Sheila, you know, besides just doing that, you also offer healing for others, um, quant- like quantum healing. Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, um, I personally, yeah. I, um, I, I've studied so many different modalities from, gosh, Christian science, the Course of Miracles, to quantum light weaving, um, the emotion code. I've had dozens and dozens of healers on my show. Um, and, and studied many, many, many. So, yeah, I do offer, um, I offer sessions with people where I can clear, really help to tap in. I get downloaded by their guides and my guides and pick up intuitively where they're stuck, you know, and give them um, great tools to really work, to, to work easily. I mean, this stuff is easier than we think. You know, all we want to do is be happy, you know, and, and healthy and and we're all suffering so much, going through so much right now, Technicia. I mean, I've never seen people go through so much kind of pain and suffering. It's almost like everything that is our issue is right in our face. You know, it's just right there. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I had a great uh, speaker on named Ivan Radosh, and he says, he's a very awakened man, and he says, accept, allow, move through. Like, embrace whatever comes your way. See, we just want the good stuff. We don't want the bad stuff but to embrace it instead of fighting it right. because what we, re- what we resist persists. So even though it's a, a letter from the IRS or bad news about a family member, you know, okay, you, you know, no, we don't want it, but we just need to embrace it, be with it, and we do get through it, and there's always gifts after it, you know. Right. So all right. we want to do, the mission, the mission of Global Prayer Partners is to help alleviate pain and suffering in humanity. Oh yes, Lord. Yes. Yes. That I I love it. Get this prayer back and out I, here, get I, into the I'll, home. Yeah, and I'd also like to um if there's anybody that is in need of a prayer right now that is really suffering, um, you can send those prayers to I'm gonna give you an email to it's prayers with an S at globalprayerpartners.com. Prayers at globalprayerpartners.com. And we will pray for you and send you prayers. Oh, see, that will be. Thank Sheila. We thank you so much for this information. You know, Sheila, all that you have been going through throughout your life with your daughter being sick. Um, I know that you have been through depression, addiction. We probably name it. You probably have been through it all through the whole turmoil. But how did you manage to end up doing your own show? That has now over probably eleven over a million listeners now because this is worldwide in 130 countries. Yeah, well, you know what? I, I was in radio uh, as a DJ, music radio, for about 25 years. Been in records, you know, back in the old days. <clears throat> and then um, I met my husband, and uh, I got out of radio and was a stay-at-home mom after 10 years. Um, we went through a divorce, we separated, and it was one of the darkest times of my life. I was going through divorce, depression, addiction, and menopause. I had both my kids in my 40s, so I had these little kids, and I was just a mess. And I, someone had mentioned here in Monterey, oh, there's this radio station, you know, they're looking for people. I'm like, no, no, I've been there, done that. Um, <laughs> but I always secretly wanted to do my talk show, but I didn't really think I... Had I didn't have enough confidence to do it. But anyway, I was at the end of my driveway one day, and I said, okay, God, 
what do you want me to do today? Go buy another piece of uh, jewelry because I was making jewelry or go find that radio station. And my car turned left instead of right. And I just went into this radio station and I said, I want my own radio show. And I just went in every Saturday. I didn't even know what I was going to talk about. And what happened is as soon as I turned on that mic, something in me came alive again because it's my calling. It's what I do. And as I was bringing speakers on, uh, many of them were healers or Hay House authors. Some were Oprah guests. And I started getting better. I started listening and I started getting better. And as I started getting better, you know, more famous speakers wanted to be on my show. So that's how I started. And then I was on two stations here in Monterey. And then I moved to the Internet because they were bought up by the Catholic Church. So um, so now I'm on the Internet. And, and it's just it's just doing what I did consistently, no matter what, even when I wanted to quit a few times, I wasn't making any money, and then I figured out how to make money, so yeah, I've been blessed, you know, just listening to, to you know, listening to, to God and going, you know, it's, it's like listening to God, it could be, boom, you run into somebody at the supermarket that, you know, that tells you something about someone that you need to see that's going to get you the job that you need, like you, we just don't know. But we have to take action. Right. We have to get out of, out of our houses. We have to stop isolating. And, um, and yeah, <laughs> it's right. really, it's really I, do we have faith or don't we, you know? Right, and I agree with you. I was wondering why my mother used to always say, I'm not thirsty. And I'm like, why are you saying you're not thirsty? I mean, not that it bothered me, but I was wondering why. And she wasn't thirsty because of the fact that when you believe and you praise God, you don't have to be thirsty for the knowledge or the word at all. He always going to provide you. That miracle will flow to you with just such ease. Anything that comes against you just will be blocked. You know, oh, it, it's it's beautiful. It is. It's a great little thing. But, see, that's why I said faith. It takes faith and knowing God. We got to know God. We do. I know I got I got to get myself back, but see a lot of people think, oh, I got to run to church, or I got to go hurry up every Sunday. No, it doesn't work like that. You don't have to go every Sunday. Church is in you. That's where it starts. It starts in you. That's that's just the building. That's all it is. It's just the building, and you don't have to just do it on Sundays. See, that's where a lot of people. Oh, I'm gonna act right on Sunday, Sheila. Look, then come back out the next day. Oh, okay, I'm gonna do this. Okay, it's Sunday again. Let me act right. Okay, Monday through Friday, Monday through Saturday, I'm gonna act up. And like, what, really? That's why sometimes I don't listen to everybody when they preach the word. I don't, not even some of these pastors. I don't listen to all the, I don't listen to every pastor because they all their preacher. That don't mean nothing. That's just a title. That's all it is to me, just a title. I don't, because yeah. everybody don't follow, everybody don't follow that same guideline. I have seen pastors on Facebook doing more stuff than everything. you like, really? But you a pastor? Oh, okay. Um, I will not be listening to you. Turn page. Mm-mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and you, you know, I I also want to mention something else because um, sometimes when I say the word prayer, that could be a turnoff for some people. There are some people that aren't okay. that don't pray, that aren't um, religious, and that's okay. Right. You know what else? I, you know what else I use? Send your intentions. Just like if. Somebody, um, if somebody died, you'd send them a card of sending my condolences, my best wishes. So when I say prayer partners, you can send your best wishes, your intentions, you know, 
and or prayers. You know, they're all the same. It's like focusing your caring, your heart on that person to help alleviate their pain. People feel it. The more prayers there are, the more, I mean, it's amazing. I'll tell you one other story. A friend of mine, Celeste, who lives in Hawaii, she's 68 years old, and she's a tough cookie. I've I've never seen her cry, but but she, she sent out a little email saying her, her 40-year-old daughter had this rare brain tumor and was going in for brain surgery. So I sent that out to my list and the prayer partners, and she received over um, 300 emails. And she, I mean, she told me that she she couldn't even move for a half a day. She was sitting there reading them, weeping, weeping. Her heart was weeping at the people that care about us. Everybody cares about people, you know. It's like, why not let the people know? I mean, and what and her daughter, the way that she went through that, what it did to her daughter when she was reading them to her like the smile on her face, her blood pressure went down, her fever went down. You know, she had a complete, very, very successful and and quick recovery from that. Um, so the responses are just so appreciative and amazing. I just want everybody to be able to experience that. Shake. I tell you, Sheila, this is very powerful, and I hope that this show gets out to dozens of people today who need it. And I, I definitely want to make sure I go there because I want—I do—I want to donate. This is a great cause, and I'm so happy for you, Sheila, that you went through all the all the the obstacles that you went through, that you overcame those, and now look at you today. You're still standing, you're still breathing, and you're doing a show that finds so many in all different cultures, races, don't matter who you are, black, purple, whatever color you want to be. Mm-hmm. It's inspiring so many people. I, I think God has God is still working with you. He's not he's not even done with you, Miss <laughs> Sheila. No, he's not done. I got it so I we got a funny guy. He is not done. He's he's got so much in store for you. Who knows where your path is gonna lead you to? Because this show has really outstanding, and now you're doing Global Prayer Partners. It's going to be something else in store for you. I don't know what it is, but it's around that corner. Oh, God bless you. And thank you for what you're doing. Oh, my gosh, Technicia. See, by doing this, you know, it's so wonderful because we have the Internet now. This is how we reach people. Um, You know, you're you're making such a huge difference right now by having this radio show. You know, and all of us, everybody listening. Everybody listening is what I call a light worker. Everybody listening is someone that knows that they have something to give, knows that there's more than this pain and suffering cycle in life, and and wants to know what it is that they can do to make a difference. You know, that's why they're listening. And just believe me, you don't have to be a radio talk show host. You just go out in the world and be who you are. Just interact with your neighbors, the way you interact with a grocer. Look at people, smile at them everybody's going through pain and suffering, you know, and the meaner they are, the the worse they're suffering. So, you know, it, and it makes such a difference. It but does. I call it, it like does. The, pebble, the pebble effect, you know, when you drop a pebble in a pond, boom, that's you, the pebble, and it, you just ripple out, ripples out. Right. Everything you're doing is rippling out and, and making a huge difference on the planet. We are going to turn this planet around. Those of us that are listening to shows like this, 
We are the light workers and the way showers, and you guys are so important and make such a difference you don't even realize. Thank you, Sheila. And I hope that one day that mm-hmm. my show can expand where it can hit everybody, every country. You know, I started off as a communication major, and I was waiting on a job to get into the news station, but I said I wanted to start a radio show because I love to talk. I love to interact with people. I'm a server, so that's what I do. I talk to people all day long. And so I, like, I like doing my radio show more now because it's it's comfortable. It's a relief for me. I can talk and don't have to argue. I don't have to hear a complaint. When you're serving, you got to hear, you you no matter how good you are, you will hear complaints, and it's like, oh, here we go. And and sometimes I take it home with me, and I have to stop doing that too. Stop taking that mess home with me. I don't have to bring nobody burdens home with me. I don't have to go home with them, and I got to stop doing that to myself because sometimes it'll be on my mind for at least a day or two, and I'm like, darn, this person said I didn't do this good, and I'm always trying to be not perfectionist, but I live up to a certain standard at work, and I'm like, oh, now they all brought me down. I got to stop doing that to myself. I got to stop beating myself up. So you do got You know what? You you keep being authentic. You're so authentic. Authenticity and vulnerability. And there's always going to be haters. I got I got right, I will. get a lot. Oh yeah. I mean, I get people say, "Oh my God, you're amazing. You're so wonderful." I got one a couple of weeks ago. Like, "Oh my God, Sheila, you're such a phony." And it was horrible. It hit me in the heart. And you know what? I just deleted. I told one person, and she said, "Don't tell anybody else." Don't be talking about it. Don't be focusing on it. You're just going to keep that negative crap around. Let it go. Right. I like that. I like that. And that's what I did yesterday. The guy told me, he said, oh, poor service. And I'm like, really? I I did my best to serve you. I mean, I know you waited a few little minutes, but did you have to really go there? And it kind of tore me down a little bit because I'm always so pleasing to customers. And when you get that one negative, it's like, Oh, and then it was on my mind all day. Still was on my mind this morning. I'm like, oh. oh. <laughs> like, and that really, because it affected me. Like, I don't give bad service. And I, and it really affected me that this one person actually told me that. And I'm like, why would you do that? Like, you kind of tore my spirit down. Then I, you know, and that's, and like you said, like your friend told you, when you feed into that, that's what happens. That negativity starts surrounding you. And then all of a sudden, it looks like it just tears you down. You have to move away from it. And and I, I agree with you, Sheila. So what if he told me I had poor service? Maybe he just had a bad day in his heart anyway. He didn't care if I had five or six tables. He wanted me to just spend time. And I have to realize that everybody's not going to be pleased with you, and you can't please everybody. That's right. That's right. And we all and, make mistakes. And I'm not going to. It's like, right. don't beat yourself and up. And I'm not going to try either, yourself. Sheila. Yeah. Right. And you know, one, I of, the, doing one, that. Of the, one of the greatest toxins in the world is judgment. And, you know, God knows we get you're, we get judged enough by other people. Please don't judge yourself. This is a, today right. is a no judgment day, and it's really hard. You know, someone said, I love this question, if you were born and raised on, on, a, on a tropical island and you had everything you needed and you were completely by yourself but you had every single thing you needed to live, would you ever judge yourself? Hmm. You wouldn't because there's nothing to compare. We we judge right. ourselves nothing. because because we get judged in you know by our parents, by our peers in elementary school, 
and then we take it on, and then we believe it, and then we keep, then we continue the beating up and judging ourselves. When you look in the mirror today, just go, I love you. I love you. And you walk away. Don't you dare go, oh, look at this and look at this. And, you know, I love you. We've got to start saying I love you to ourselves. I love you, Sheila. You say I love you, Technicia. Technicia, I, lo- I, I love, love you. I love you, Technicia. I do. I love myself. But, but I agree with you, too, on that, Sheila. When we say it, you better believe it. When you say it, kiss that mirror. And that's why I'm going to start doing the customers. When they start irking my nerves and start saying something negative, I'm going to say, well, you have a blessed day, too. And I'm going to keep on smiling because I did a lady like yep. that last night. I, was, I did a lady like, like I did that to a lady last night who wanted to complain. And I looked at her and I just smiled because I'm I'm not going to let you stress me out. Come on now. We do enough. And, Sheila, if you've been to a restaurant, you know how service we work. We have enough oh, yeah. issues to deal with. We, we got to deal with the bartenders waiting on our drinks. We have to wait on the person in the kitchen making our food. We have to bust our tables. That's a lot of work. And sometimes people don't have that compassion. And I guess that's what's wrong with me because I was raised with to have compassion. And I have to realize in my heart, everybody's not going to have that same motivation like me. So I'm going to just, that's going to be my motto from now on. When you get on my nerves, I'm going to say, you have a blessed day because you're not going to bother me. You sure not? You know, not you, you know what else you can do that would really turn them around? Like if you if you if you know their first name, it, you would say it. Yes. If you don't, you you like if it's a lady, you could say, "That dress looks so good on you," or "God, those earrings are beautiful on you." Just give her a compliment, a genuine compliment, and I'll tell you what, she will be tipping you and following you around like a puppy dog. Like you know, kill them with kindness, but really mean it. You know what I mean? Right, because I'm a very sincere person. I'm the kind I I love you. Like I love my family when you're at my table, cause that's how I am. I'm southern, and that's the endearing I person it. I am. I I will give you all the love that I can, and I just sometimes I I ignore the foolishness. I don't worry about it, cause by the end of the day, it is what it is. I know what job I'm in, and I gotta stop letting the negative get to me. I can't let nobody else negative get on me. And I'm gonna follow your rules, Sheila. Today I'm kissing that mirror. I'm going to tell myself I love you, and I'm going to start blessing other people with words of wisdom through my mouth. When they act ugly, I'm going to start enlightening them with words of encouragement and motivation because sometimes that's what they be needing, and they don't know how to say it or they don't want you to know their business. But I'm going to let it come out through God, with God help to come out through my mouth like that. That's what I'm going to start doing. Good for you. And you know what else well, I she, do? I, I, I love to get... I get get a picture of yourself. Everybody listening, get a picture of yourself as a little girl or a little boy, and and okay. stick it in front of your computer. Stick it where you'll see it on the mirror. I get a couple of them. I it's so easy to love that little girl or little boy, and I just keep them there. You know, one before you were really damaged, before the shit hit the fan, so to speak. You know, just with a innocent smile and just love that. It's so easy to love that little girl. And, you know, I I call loving yourself, loving yourself, I call it the final frontier. You know, people can give me compliments till the cows come in. And I'm like, thank you, thank you. Oh, but what about you? But it's so hard to actually receive it and to get it. And we need to really love ourselves. And, And, you know, one way, when I say this thing by saying, I love you, put your hand on your heart. I love you, Sheila. I love you, Technicia. I love you, John. John, I love you. It sounds weird at first, but what happens is, 
start your subconscious. See, the subconscious always trumps the conscious. Like you can say, you know, I need more money. I want more money. But the subconscious has that, you know, uh, that uh, poverty the consciousness. And we keep, go, you know, spinning our wheels. But the more you say, I love you, Sheila. I love you, Technicia. The subconscious picks it up and goes, okay, this is familiar now. So really say it every day for four days, whatever you can think of it. Just keep saying it. And you start loving yourself more. It's a tool. It really, really works. And I do believe that because whether we know it or not, that's, that's what actually sometimes talks to us unless you actually um, got a crazy problem and some something else talks to you. But usually that's what talks to us, that inner child. That, that innocent inner child that tell you, no, don't do that. That's wrong. That's I I, I would start doing that. Put a picture up because that's the innocent what? person. That, that little inner child is actually exactly who we are. And you know what? Nobody I, is going to love and mother and be a mother to that inner child or a father to that inner child like you. Like whatever right. our parents did or didn't do, but you can love that little inner child. And that, you know, it, it's it's really about coming out and playing. You know, we've been so, you know, so stifled and stopped and put down and shamed our whole lives. You know, we are infinite beings with infinite possibilities. And if we can just break off those blinders, everything we've been taught, you know, for, through parents, traditions, religions that keep us stuck in a certain place, break off the blinders and there is, so much more possible for us. It doesn't need to continue to be a cycle of pain and suffering, a few few highs and then the lows again. You know, we need that everlasting love and life like we know it's supposed to be. Harmonious. People are smiling at each other. You know, we're not freaking out about money all the time. Where's the money going to go? Oh, I got this. We're so (laughs) out of balance here. We are. We are. My coworker was just mentioned that yesterday, not trying to hold you long, Sheila, but she was talking about that yesterday. She said, I don't know how I'm making it through all this. She, her bills backed up. She she just, her husband's sick. She has five children. She's working her butt off. She said, and I would listen to her. She said, I don't know how I'm doing it, but I know God is working mysteriously. And he does. That's why I don't mm-hmm. worry about it. If you don't, have that, if you don't have that bill paid, don't worry about it. God got it, but you just got to believe, and that's what Sheila wants you to understand. Believe. Please make sure you look at your global prayers, partners, and donate, please, people, because this is an enlightening movement, and we're making a new journey. Please follow my girl, Sheila Gill, on the Sheila Show. And, Sheila, when does your show premiere? Uh, my show will be Friday at 1 p.m. Pacific time. Um, and if you okay. just go to SheilaShow.com, you can... Um, you can see my schedule of show, upcoming shows. Yes, ma'am. Thank you so much, Sheila. And my message thank today you. for every thank you. And my message today for everyone out there, including Sheila, from my good friend Mary Ellen, is this: the truth of the day. Without heroes, we are all plain human beings and do not realize what we can achieve. You do not need to be famous to be a hero. You simply have to stretch yourself towards a higher ideal. 
other people share with us through the examples they live by, the levels of achievement that are within our human scope. By sharing their stories, we become inspired to become a better human. I am of the belief, knowing that in some way or another, all of us are heroes. We have been there for our families, our friends, and even for people we do not even know. Today, look at the ordinary heroes you have in your life. Enjoy the day, everyone. God bless you. And I'll see you on another episode of The Bright Side with Technicia. Click off on. Oh, yeah. All right, we're going to play my song, you know. Click off on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got to stop letting people get to me, honey. Just start saying, just start praying. These people are crazy. Well, unfortunately, I was going to play you. Marvin Stapp never would have made it, but looks like it's not going to happen right now due to a little technical difficulties. But with the closing out, I want to say thank you for all who have tuned in. Make sure you do catch the Sheila show. It will be premiering at 1 p.m. Pacific time, and I think that'll be probably 12 p.m. Eastern time for us. Also, give, donate. If you got time to spend on clothes and shoes, you got time to donate to a great cause that inspires so many. Go to globalprayerpartners.com, a website just to unite the people who need prayers, even ones who might don't need it, with those who are willing to offer them so much more. But thank you, and God bless you all.